Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. Azariah stood up in the fire and prayed aloud. For your name's sake, O Lord, do not deliver us up forever or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us. For the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your holy one, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins." We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no burnt offering, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were burnt offerings of rams and bullocks or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you. Do not let us be put to shame, but deal with us in your kindness and great mercy. Deliver us by your wonders and bring glory to your name, O Lord. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had had him put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Azariah stood up in the fire and prayed. He and his two friends had been thrown into a fiery hot furnace by order of the king. Recall in 587 BC, Jerusalem was overrun by the Babylonians. Afterwards, the educated and upper class of Jerusalem were marched off to Babylon in what became known as the Babylonian exile. The king had a huge golden statue of a pagan god, a graven image constructed in Babylon. It was 60 cubits, 90 feet high. All the princes of the land and other important types, they gathered for the dedication of the statue. 
And at the sound of the trumpet blast, everyone was to fall down and adore the pagan statue. Azariah and his two young Jewish friends, however, refused to obey the government mandate. They would not commit idolatry. And for their trouble, they were thrown in the fiery furnace, where miraculously, they did not burn up. Instead, they walked around praising God and begging his mercy, saying, Do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant, though we have no holocaust, sacrifices, or oblations. Why did the Jews have no holocaust, sacrifices, or oblations? Well, sacrifice could only be offered in the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. So during their exile, the Jews had no bulls or goats to offer, but only their humble, contrite hearts. That's interesting. That is what we offer at the Holy Sacrifice of Mass during our time of earthly exile. We do not march bulls and goats up the aisle, though, to have them slaughtered. Instead, Christ, the Lamb of God is slaughtered. Is he slaughtered over and over again, repeated at each Mass? No, Holy Mass is the one eternal sacrifice for sin. Since there's no time with God, Calvary is made present at Mass in our sacred temples. The blood that flows at Mass is the same blood that flowed on Good Friday, but it flows in a different mode. It flows mystically, so its merits can be applied to our souls now, today. Bishop Sheen put it this way, If the Blessed Mother and St. John at the foot of the cross had closed their eyes when our Lord was offering himself for the sins of the world, the spiritual effects on them would have been no different from those which we may receive as we assist at the sacrifice of the Mass. But, If their eyes were open, there would have been this difference. They would have seen the sacrifice offered in bloodshed, with blood pouring from gaping holes in hands and feet inside. In the Mass, we see it performed without bloodshed. This is my body given for you. This is my blood poured out for you. Do this in memory of me. Our sins then are slaughtered with Christ in the perfect burnt offering, the perfect holocaust on the altar of Calvary. This is the new law, not written on stone tablets, but on our hearts. God never makes it void. He never breaks it. To be a faithful Jew in the strange land of Babylon 2,600 years ago took guts, took courage. When we read the papers Today and watch the TV news, does it not feel like we are in some kind of strange foreign land? To be a faithful Catholic today takes guts and courage because pagan statues of sorts are popping up everywhere and the Antichrist are out in full force working overtime to see that we bow down to them. But we cannot do that. Our prayer has to be Azariah's prayer. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and pray to you. Do not let us be put to shame, but deal with us in your kindness and great mercy. 